So hello, wonderful people. Welcome to another episode. It's always that note. You're keeping a specific note. I, You're not I, leaving yeah. that. I don't know what note it is. I don't know if it's correct or not, <laughs> but I'm doing it. Welcome, everybody, to our podcast. We still got time, a guide to surviving the 20s because we yes. are in our 20s. Um, here is your girl, Countess, your bestie, and, your artist, and... And your boy, Mike. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness, Countess. Who are you? Do oh, my God. Intro. Oh, my God. Sorry, sorry. I'm a psychologist. <laughs> yes. Heal us. Yes, yes, yes. And hello, everyone who's joining in. Hello, hello. Get involved. Comment down below where you are right now. We're, as you can see, we're both on our couches. Just yeah. vibing. By the way, this is like no plug, but I just lit up a candle. Oh. As you should. The coziness. Exactly. It's actually my favorite. Cozy afternoon. Yeah. Not an ad, but actually my favorite <laughs> candle of all time. Yeah. I mean, it, yes. it is, it, it's a cozy afternoon right now. So I was like, what right. better candle to just light up? Yeah. And I also love how we're all wearing like neutrals. I know. And the couch is neutral. It's like, this is what cozy means. Yeah. Like cozy. We're so cozy. Beyonce would be so proud of us. <laughs> Cozy, comfortable in my skin. Yeah. <laughs> I hope everyone that's joining is in the similar cozy vibe. You know, just relaxing Sunday afternoon. You know, before the week starts, just a little you know break from everything. This is what this live is. If you're listening to on Spotify, then hopefully you can you know grab this energy and keep it with you wherever you are. That's kind of the vibe we're going for. <laughs> I love what you're doing. Like, I'm yeah. going to fall asleep Ooh. in a good way. <laughs> like, you're relaxing. Okay, okay. I'm going to keep that energy. We're going to keep this lo-fi, cozy energy. It's getting fall. Countess, how do we feel that it's, like, a little autumn right now, right? Well, I didn't want it, but mm -hmm. can we do something about it? No. So... Mm -hmm. It's fine. Bring that pumpkin spice ice light. In. Yes. Whatever. Wait, not ice, but like hot. <laughs> you get the point. It's like, I'm ready. Bring the candles, bring the, the biscuits, bring everything. Mm -hmm. Bring the blankets. Mm -hmm. How are you adapting in this like fall moment right now we're having? I'm falling. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I like it. I'm there, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um... What about you? <laughs> Honestly, I'm in the past, like, especially with like school and like high school and everything. Like I hated fall because it was always the beginning of like school year. Lately, like the past couple of years, I gotta say, I appreciate her. She's underrated. Fall is so underrated. It's new beginnings. It's, you know, it's not so hot out. You can wear more comfortable clothes, more cozy clothes. You know, you can just, like, cuddle with your blanket and socially acceptable. Like, it's actually cute. Like, I'm falling for fall. <laughs> See? Love that. Boom. It's just, it's a nice energy. I think it's... A mm. nice moment before the storm, which is like winter. Oh, yeah. And that's not my cup of tea at all. Oh, I'm yeah, no. Like, 
I, uh, I'm struggling so much. Yeah. And the summer can get a bit heavy too. Like yeah. Said, the the hot temperatures, like fall and spring, are the pillars of the seasons where you're like, mm. okay, I can actually yeah. enjoy this. The rest is just yeah. one edge, like from the other extreme to That's one other. That's actually true. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was a little fun moment for fall. She's having yeah. her moment right now, and we still got time. <laughs> what about your moments, though? What are you doing? How are Ooh, you? I'm surprisingly doing very well. Um, life finally decided to be on my side and was like, let Ooh. me just give you a gift, you know? Um, I'm still trying to, like, not get too cocky and like not get too excited i'm trying to be you know like okay we'll take it day by day but you know at the same time we got to be realistic and we got to be you know we're doing good we're doing super good (laughs) i love this i was terrified for a moment like what's he gonna say (laughs) no no no. we're doing really good i'm so happy for you i'm not gonna jinx that only positive energy for me Mm-hmm. And from the audience, please. Yes, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's looking good so far. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Oh, I almost okay, destroyed my almost destroyed my iPad. But that's okay. We love that. That's nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So life was good. It was good. Twenty yeah. seconds ago. Right? Yeah. How about you? How are we feeling right now? Well, listen, today feels like a beautiful Sunday. Mm. I, I managed to rest. I managed to Take a deep, deep breath, like many, you know, sing, mm-hmm. chill, do all that. Do my spa, my skincare. Oh, yeah. I slept more, good food, the whole thing. I've, it's It's been a long, long time, I think, since I managed to do all of that, which for, for me is like the Sunday pack. Ugh. If that can makes we, sense. Can we make that a thing, the Sunday pack? Yeah. I would absolutely love that name, yeah. by the way. I'll need like percentage of that. Copyright that. that. Yeah, copyright, copyright that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. As for the, you know, the <laughs> what's it called? The rights, because that's amazing. Sunday, Sunday pack. pack yeah. Love mm-hmm. it. Just reset and everything. Just like, you know, reground yourself, free, mm-hmm. you know, charge the batteries. I absolutely love it. Uh Countess, yeah. what do we have on the plate today? Because some stuff has been going on in the pop sphere, I feel. I mean, not much, <laughs> but some. Yeah, not much, but like, I don't know. Were you on TikTok this week? I mean, I think we need to talk about Queen Madonna starting her yeah. tour, her celebrations okay. tour. This okay, is like, so you saw that. I did see that. Um, this is her farewell tour, which means that this is probably going to be her last tour she's do- she does. Mm-hmm. So the fans, y'all better go because I don't know if you're going to get another chance. Yeah. You know, where how, should are we f- go? how are we feeling about it? Well, I'm sad. We're talking about an icon. I, I mean, yeah. We mentioned before, I think, in a different mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. But like slay forever slay and i've been seeing some of the shows like um mm-hmm. on tiktok what she's been doing and her daughter participated yes what, do you remember the the her name estelle like, beautiful estelle yes girly sweet very sweet and so talented she got yeah. the move 
Williams. She right? definitely has. I feel like we're moving, you know, obviously Madonna put voguing on the map as an art form. Um, obviously it was there before her and she took it and she made it her own and she embraced it. And it has become like a sort of iconic kind of moment in her career, like Vogue as a song. And, you know, to bring out your daughter to perform in Vogue during Vogue is literally iconic. I mean, in it general, is. in general, this tour seems iconic to me. Like it has all the hits, the dancing, the production. She's 70 something years old and she still is walking on them heels. Like, honey, I know I'm, I'm going back to Madonna, but like, yeah, like crazy queen. That's like iconic, you know? I know. Like, I'm um, 25 and I'm not even worrying about it. I can't. I cannot imagine her doing that and performing and singing and dancing. Like, yeah. oh my God. With makeup, with a lot of, you know, different outfits, tight, less tight, but like, yeah, it's that crazy. Is crazy. Crazy. But like, do we feel like this is kind of her, in a way, kind of setting up maybe Estelle to become like a, a new pop icon is she like, like a new pop girly yeah you do you think well, so I'm, I'm here for this you know i mean love, it sounds good love that yes. it sounds good right estelle it yeah. sounds like such a pop star name <laughs> a bit royal like estelle and a lot of a lot of pop yeah diva i can <laughs> see it i can totally see it yeah People in the comments, how are we feeling about Estelle and Madonna's moment? But, yes. like, we've kind of seen that, though, right? We've kind of seen this pattern of, like, mothers, literally mothers, both, like, metaphorically and actually mothers, bringing out their children and doing these little moments. This my bloodline on the front line. Yes. Go blue. Yeah, Go blue. Exactly. We've seen moments like these. We definitely have. Um, how are we feeling about that? Like, how do we, you know, do we support? Do we not? Like, what are what are what are we thinking? Okay, should I mention Beyonce again? I mean, you can. Yeah, of course. Thanks. So, like, <laughs> talking about her specifically, when I saw the first video with mm. who I be showing showing up, I was like, I was in almost in tears. Yeah, I remember seeing Blue Ivy from like the the first movies or documentaries of Beyonce as yeah. a baby, as a newborn. I was like, "This is a child! Like this is a same yeah. child, and she's a grown up now." And I mean, still a kid, of course, but like she's dancing, she's performing next to her mother, the mother of everybody. Yeah, in such a good way, and I love I love seeing the first show and the last show. Seeing yes. all that glow up of confidence. Yeah, the confidence. The confidence. <laughs> oui, oui. <laughs> yes. That, that's like amazing. She's blossoming. Yeah. I agree. Beautiful. What about it, you? I mean, I, you know, they have such a platform. I just like, I hope, and I think it, it is the case that, you know, these kids want to actually, you know, do it. And it's not like their mother's being like, okay, you have to come here. This is a job, blah, blah, blah. I feel like they genuinely want to do it. And I, I think that shows especially how they perform. They do give them give it their all. Yeah. And I mean, you know, obviously a talent, you can learn it and you can improve on it. But obviously genetics play a role. And when you're the daughter of Madonna 
and Beyonce, like, come on, the genes in you literally say you're going to be an icon. Like, you cannot avoid that. True. The genes are genie. Exactly. Um, I'm speaking English today. I don't know what's up with me. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm here for it. I... I do think that it they 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 do get a easier job like in getting discovered and everything because obviously they have the platform from day one. It's not like they had to you know sing in bars, record their own music, pay for their own you know everything, and try to climb climb up that artist ladder. But at the same time, like you know they they obviously have an easier let's say route playing devil's advocate and i want to see your opinion on this as well they do though have a huge 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 comparison issue with like oh is she gonna be like better than madonna is she gonna be better than beyonce she can never be better than beyonce she's just you know she's like blah 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 blah, blah. it's like they from day one they have to be compared with icons and that's a lot of pressure listen Mm-hmm. You're probably going to reply as a psychologist. You're going to do, okay. you know, that's, that's the right thing to do. But like all of these people who are yes. comparing a child to the <laughs> mother icons, they suck, period. <laughs> and I don't care. I don't care. They suck. If you cannot distinguish in that brain of yours that, oh, no, it's a child. She will have a lot to evolve and learn and improve. Mm. And the mother right now, will you compare with like it's a last best version of the mother like this is the ultimate right so yeah. beyonce or madonna you suck big time like <laughs> you are okay never mind <laughs> yeah yeah no I, I i get what you mean but like how do you as as an artist like obviously you are an, a person that really wants to you know um get out there you know like i don't know your personal goals like if you want hits or what what exactly is your goal from being like you know, just releasing music or whatnot. But how do you feel with, like, people that, let's say, quote-unquote, have it easier? Like, how does that make you feel? Wait, like, um, for example, Blue Ivy's musical career? Yeah, yeah, let's say, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, I believe that if they are meant to shine, they will shine. Mm, T, T. Because, you know, sometimes having the way... It's not the actual way. Mm-hmm. I mean, that sometimes it's not enough. Sometimes you have to have that gift, that charisma, that, um, yeah, I'll call it gift again. To we, we like win people's, people's hearts. You have to have that. Otherwise, if it doesn't resonate and it's just you, you know, having all of the ways, all of the money to buy the best equipment, the best mic, and you don't write from the soul or you don't perform with your, like, with passion, and it doesn't arrive to the recipient oh girl you're speaking that's probably gonna yeah. fade away yeah yeah preach honestly whatever you say i 100 percent agree with you um you know and i think we've seen sort of that kind of pattern with some artists um i mm-hmm. don't remember names but like you can see like some of them have the platform and they try so hard but they it doesn't really resonate with the audience is what you it is exactly what you're saying and then you have other artists that just from the blue just come out and they absolutely kill it and it's because you know 
it is what it is. Uh, we have a comment yeah. from Daniela oh. uh, asking something in Greek. Why do we speak in English? She asked in Greek. Oh, um, yeah. So, hi, Daniela, first of all. Uh, second of all, we speak in Greek because we want to reach a more international, uh, in English, sorry, international <laughs> uh, little audience. Plus, we're both very comfortable with English. Like, I think I speak better English than Greek, to be honest. Because um, you are? <laughs> Perfect. Yes, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so I, it's it's to reach a better, it's reach a more inclusive audience and like to talk about stuff that doesn't necessarily coincide with like Greek culture. And we just, you know, Countess has uh, a following from other countries that are not in Greece. I also have some, you know small following that is not from Greece. So it is more to be more inclusive, Daniela. But you can always comment in Greek if it's more comfortable for you. Feel free. We don't mind, of course. Yeah, honestly, same for me because I'm also half Italian and I don't want to choose there you go. one path. I don't want to choose one side. So I'll keep it as um, in the middle as possible, accessible yeah. to everybody. Thank you. Thank exactly. you for commenting, though. Exactly. How are you doing, girl? How you doing, girl? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> We're talking about um, basically children of pop icons and what does that mean for their future. If you want, get involved in the comments section. <laughs> yeah, like uh, Blue Ivy, hmm. Estelle. Another person is North, Kim Kardashian's daughter. Although not in the pop, like... Yeah artist sphere she still has a platform she still has uh you know makeup and everything that she could you know dive into obviously wow. so another person that you know we might get to see something what are those these are clothes <laughs> <laughs> Should oh, I cut this out? <laughs> no. Okay, I'm keeping it. Obviously not. We're not cutting anything out. Yeah, uh, but yeah. like... Mm -hmm. No, you go. No, no, no. I wanted to hear what you wanted to say. So, like, I was going to toss the ball at you. Oh, wow. Thanks. Yeah. Putting me on the spot. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I actually forgot. Well then there's like okay then I'll then I'll say what I want to and we can continue on this discussion. Um then there's obviously like the conversation about like what if are they considered like plant artists like like what's the deal with that like you know since they have the platform since they have like the everything and I feel like not a lot of people know the definition of it like what it actually means to be a plant artist. Yeah, actually, that's that's huge in the pop culture. And yeah. Let me read one sec, the term. Yes, So, please. a term for planted celebrities, often those who gain fame or notoriety uh, through orchestrated publicity or marketing efforts, is manufactured celebrity. Manufactured celebrities are often individuals who, you know, gain fame not solely through their talents or accomplishments, but through strategic marketing. Okay, but, like, isn't that everyone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You are sassy today. Like, I am. I mean, love it. Actually, yes. Like, in a, okay, in a way, it is kind of like everyone, right? Like, everyone has yeah. targeted strategic management behind everything, I feel. Yes. 
everything before they drop a product. Yeah. A lip gloss, anything. Yeah. There, there will be some events very orchestrated behind that before, like before that happens, before exactly. the release. To, you know, bring people back to your, to you as an audience, I guess. Yeah. To gather oh, again. <laughs> yeah, like a little shade, like a little romance, like a little we dated like six months ago, but it was nothing. Like something to just lure the public back at you. I feel like that everyone does that, honestly. Yeah. Do you have like any artist in mind that is like the icon in doing this? Listen, I don't want to, I don't want people to like ban us <laughs> as a podcast or whatever, but we have to be honest in one thing. Everything surrounding Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber, like there's a lot of, I feel like a whole Ooh. team of writers behind that, oh, like yeah. writing, like stories to orchestrate little hints like, oh, look, she's wearing the collar, the same collar that she, of a t-shirt that she was wearing 600,000 years ago before on the first date with Justin. Yeah. She must have sent a message. Yeah. <laughs> it must be a sign that she wants to get back together with him. I don't know. I'm tired. I'm tired yeah, see, of see. the whole... Justin Selena, how was it the ship name? Jelena. Jelena. Yeah, I'm. I'm tired. <laughs> the ship has sailed. Girl. It has sunk like the Titanic. We don't care about it anymore. <laughs> I I still see like videos about yeah. them, like edits. Why? Who is doing those? Like, I don't know. We. I mean. We were on that kind of gener generation, right? Mm, and yeah. we grew up. So are there people still on our age doing these? Is it their I... little brothers and sisters? Like, I just don't understand. Who, who I have is no doing clue. this? I have no clue, but I'm tired. And, like, yeah, I, I feel like also, now that we're talking about that, also, like, I feel like Camilla and Sean pretty ha have like a similar kind of vibe it's like whenever before yeah. they release an album it's like ooh, spotted again with uh you know they went grocery shopping together how random <laughs> true <laughs> q and miley's audio like true yeah. true, <laughs> true. Um, what what about like artists like okay i've, I've heard rumors about like dove cameron or like troy savon with like you know being plant artists and like they were literally planted by the music industry to just be out there. No, no, that's all I have to say. <laughs> that's my statement. Wow. Yours. Um, for Troy, for sure. Not because like he was literally an OG YouTuber. Like, I don't know who remembers those days of YouTube, the, the golden age of YouTube, 2013, 2014, you had to be there. Um, <laughs> it was just so fun. And like, it was, he started out as a YouTuber and then he just started making music, which I absolutely love. Um, I don't see that. Um, for Dove, I guess like every single Disney artist could be classified as a plant artist in a way just because like they get that head start from the very beginning no <laughs> <laughs> no she's Tell a weep 
She is. She really is. Yeah, she really is. Yeah, yeah, she really is. But not. I get it. I get it. Because like Disney, maybe will do one thing. Mm. Disney will like um, put it in your face for like Mm. years. Like this kind of artist, you're gonna stay with Miley. You're gonna stay with Demi. You're gonna stay with Selena. This is the. These are the Disney girls, and you have to stay with them until you end up loving them and liking them. Not that they have something bad in the first place at Mm. all. I'm just talking about like the strategy, right? Yeah. So kind of it. It is forced, I guess, because there's this consistency. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel like Disney artists is another episode as oh a whole. Oh my god, yes. Yes. We'll do that one. We ne- definitely need to talk about that one. Um everything. Cuz that's a lot. That that will be a, a big episode. Um but yeah, I do feel like they do have like a little head start because like they're like even, you know, Britney and Christina and Justin Timberlake like even older artist kind of started in disney right like in barney and friends i think um so like you know and now they're like what 40 year old artists and you know they they basically had their career start when they were like five or six so they've been artists their whole year their whole life which is insane i don't think it's easy again the pressure i know yeah on so many levels. Yeah. And I've heard also about Rihanna being a planted <gasps> Ooh, artist. Oh, I've never heard like, about that rumor. I don't know. I just, I, I don't remember where it came from, but like that Jay-Z mm-hmm. uh, promoted her very much. He had already a record label and, you know, I kind of promoted that, the first singles and then the Good Girl Gone Bad. Mm-hmm. I think that was the biggest album of Rihanna's. Oh, yeah. Like the the big breakthrough um after that i think that jay-z kept on managing her if mm-hmm. i'm not i don't know exactly but like there's this thing of of her being pretty neutral like the planted artist sometimes has this um this kind of vibe that everybody will like you kind mm-hmm. of that you're pretty neutral in some specific areas you keep it safe mm. but then you have your own style your own thing and you're mainly oh. pop as popular music. Oh yeah, I interesting. Don't know, I don't know Rihanna is a, is an interesting case. And now that you said about that, she she reminds me a little bit of Lady Gaga in that Akon, you know Akon, right? Like yes, OG. He also discovered Gaga, and he was very heavily promoting her. So that's definitely interesting. And if you think about it, like Gaga and Rihanna had a pretty similar career, like. Mm up to now like they're both perceived as hugely like you know loved artists they had a huge breakthrough in the beginning of their career they have a similar storyline so you know in a way they might you know have that kind of vibe together as as kind of like a strategy this is interesting true true but like you know lately i've been getting super tired of, of these mm. things, of these, like, stunts, maybe this, you know, these efforts on social media with uh, the titles, with the clickbaits, with things to bring people back um, into the spotlight, like the Kardashians. Oh, I'm yeah. tired of that. I'm tired of that. Like, I saw some pictures of, oh, is Kendall Jenner pregnant? I'm like, at this point, I don't even care. She's an adult. <laughs> like, whatever. Move on. Yeah. What? 
It's actually true. And like, especially with the Kardashians, like it is so obvious and that not just with the Kardashians, like with everyone, it is so obvious that they're doing it just to get some clicks right before they launch another product or another album. Yeah. Like it's so evident right now. Like, you know, and people know that they do it now. So like get smarter with your promotion, do something more fun, interactive than just interactive authentic because like all of this is so manufactured yeah behind the mastermind like of chris or i don't know her employees like yeah geez i don't know it just feels so fake and i think we're tired of of fake things yeah and i think pop culture in general has changed a little bit and how we want like the audience wants to perceive artists and i feel like especially the younger generation do not really care about that fake manufactured stuff. We want the real deal. I believe that very much. And Mm. I I didn't really think that it would get like this. I thought that people would, you know, get worse. Mm. They would like and and crave more things that didn't look perfect. Mm. No, excuse me. That looked perfect. That they Mm. would want perfection and, to to strive for that instead yeah. of seeing like people bringing down the veils unveiling everything and i'm here for it yeah i'm here for this see i agree countess should we go yeah. on to the next segment of gems of this week yes so mm. when it start Okay, sure. Uh, for me, it is a song. I've been playing it literally 24-7. I cannot get it out of my brain. It has literally been living rent-free in there, and it needs to stop. <laughs> um, it is one of the girl of your girls by Troy Sivan from his new album, Something to Give Each Other. This song feels nostalgic and current at the same time. I don't know how he did it. Um... Like, in one moment, I feel like I'm listening to a 90s track. And in the other, I'm like, okay, this is very 2023. So I absolutely love that. Um, You know, it's just, I don't know. I love it. I love the lyrics. Like, I find it so fun and, like, so, like, I, like, can relate to that in a sense of, like, you know, you want that person, but, like, they're not available, so you're like, I'll just be one of the bros, one of the girls, one of the, you know, whatever. Um, and I absolutely love it. It's such a bop. The music video, honey, cultural moment, literally exactly. shaked the world. I did not, I saw the music video before I saw everything that was going on on TikTok. Oh, really? I didn't, I, I, I didn't know it was Troy the first time I saw the music video. I did it. I swear. I couldn't. I mean, a really good job in drag. Like, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I swear to God. I I get it. I get it. I I mean, I found out about it with um, with TikTok. So people were already already commenting on that. And I knew it was him. But like, still, I get it. It's it was amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, super fun. I absolutely love it. What is your song? Give it to us. Well, honestly, same artist, different song. Ooh. Heavenly Way to Die for me. <gasps> like, not for me, but Jesus. Okay. <laughs> I mean, as a song of the week. Wow. You went back. <laughs> I did. 
I there's something about the intro, like the instrument in the beginning, that kind of piano-ish synth, probably. Yeah, yeah. It kisses me, like it touched my heart. I don't know why. It is such it is. a good song. It's from Bloom, right? The album. Mm, yeah. Yeah, Bloom yeah, is so such good. a good album. I just love that so much. Yeah, I agree. I actually agree. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely love it. Um, and now let's go to our last segment. I love doing these little segues, as you can tell. I feel like I'm in my news anchor era. Like I'm you are. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so th- for this week's wellness, um, I feel like we have like a little different something different planned, um, and that's entirely because I did not have the enough time to prepare for a wellness discussion. And that's on my part. And it's totally fine. Don't worry. Okay. 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 We still have time for this. Yes, we do. We definitely oh, love when we throw in the punchline. Love. Me too. <laughs> um, so I wanted us a little bit to talk about like what exactly. I mean, we kind of been doing it, especially for you, Countess, this episode a little bit because we've been talking about music, pop artists and everything. But I wanted us to talk about maybe sometimes, um, you know, people that are listening to us either on Spotify or here on TikTok, you might want to like, you know, get out there and start recording a song and maybe become an artist or maybe, you know, put yourself out there or you're maybe looking into, into, you know, studying psychology and everything. And like, obviously we have a platform. Is it big? No, but we still have a platform. And I think it would have been cute if we talked a little bit of, you know, maybe the struggles, maybe what we love about what we do, our passion about it, you know, why we do what we do. Um, so yeah, that's what the thought behind it was. Um, and this is just, you know, for us, you know, for you guys to get to know us, but also for people that want to maybe pursue a career in one of our two occupations to, you know, maybe have a look of how it is from people that actually do it. Uh, so Countess, would you like, would you like to begin? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, what should I uh, start with? <laughs> okay, it's going to sound like a little bit of like an interview, but like it's fine. Um, so, you know, why don't you tell us like when did you start thinking of act- actively pursuing uh, a music career, a music artistry, a pop moment, whatever you want to call it? Yeah. Okay, let me take you take you back to the dark mm-hmm. times of Countess. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> that's where everything starts. That's so, where yeah, the light what? comes I... in. Oh my god, yes. Um, so you know, in the beginning you understand that you love music. Mm-hmm. But at least for me my case it was that later on at eighteen years old when I had to find, you know, a career, start going after it, music didn't really, you know, made sense to me at that time because like oh no it's hard how are you gonna do it um you need to do this you need to do that it's you have to know people to get up there out there Mm. etc so i kind of like left it as it was but the thing is that that was the worst thing i could have done to myself because for me to uh 
make sense out of that, I had to abandon music. Like I had to mm-hmm. stop singing and stop playing the piano and stop writing songs and basically everything that I'm not gonna say defines me, but it is it is the best way to define me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And so for three years I had stopped doing all that until I went to university. And I think it was the second or the first year of that. And that's when I literally broke down. I broke oh. down because I was like, I'm living someone else's life. What what is this thing, you know? Yeah. I had to stop doing this because I felt sick. I felt mm. like I'm not I'm not living my life. This is this is not my path. This is somebody else's path because I don't care about any of this. Right? And and then I was like, okay, I have to find a way to do it. I have to get back to my roots, to things that makes most sense to me. Because a lot of things don't make sense for me. Like, mm. <laughs> I don't understand people. I understand the world sometimes. I don't even like it sometimes, you know. But the only thing that makes sense is, is music. The only thing that makes sense is writing yeah. music for me. You know, everybody has their own thing. And I was like, I cannot abandon this. Because if I abandon this, I'm, I'm just like I'm killing a part of myself. Yeah. I'm removing it. And will I be me after that? So I was like, okay, no, it's over. Like I can't do this to myself anymore. If I wanna, if I wanna be like a person who loves herself, this is the first thing you have to do. Because if you just tell yourself, oh, I, I love, I love me, I love my hair, I love my body, I lo-, and then you you don't do that, like you neglect the um, the need to write music or to sing, you are. You're doing everything wrong, honestly. Or like at least 50% of that. Like this is very bad. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, I'm going to start writing again. I'm going to start. I ease into it. And it was felt like a breath of uh, fresh air. Wow. That's when I started writing again at 19. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then from there, honestly, I just affecting my craft until like, this year where I released my first song. Mm-hmm. That that's fast forward to it. Yeah. Wow, obviously, you know, it's obviously it's not like, you know, one day I started writing again and then I released a song. Obviously it takes some time in the middle. Um, but I think that's just part of the journey of like slowly yeah. coming to your own and like you know, trying different things, probably, you probably experimented with different styles, you probably saw different things in yourself, first and foremost. Um, Wow, that was absolutely wonderful. Thank you for sharing that story. Um, And, you know, I mean, obviously, like, I'm not saying this to, um, you know, um, but, you know, this is a clear, like, a story of, like, someone that struggled in the beginning, and, like, you know, I don't want to say it's beautiful, but it's beautiful that you were able to overcome that because some people would have just given up and been like, I'm just going to be miserable for my whole life because I can't do that. And you said, no, biash, I'm going to, I'm going to put down, I'm going to put my leg down. I'm going to, you know, do what I love and F the world that doesn't want me to do it. Yes, and I think it was more important, like because it was a need, like a mm-hmm. need to feel mm-hmm. myself, like to be fine. Otherwise, I mean, I was already miserable. I don't know where I could have ended up. Like it would be very bad. But like, no. <laughs> yeah. 
No, girl. My no. Aries moon said no. <laughs> no. Wow. What a lovely, lovely story. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that. And like, of to be honest, like, it is kind of not not so similar to you, but um, I understand that need to like fulfill your needs in a way um, with me. I I always knew that I was going to do something that involved other people because I absolutely love people. Um, and I know that this might sound cliche, but like that genuine happiness that I get from seeing that people are actually doing good is something that I find you can only find in like sciences like psychology where like you don't necessarily help another person, but you guide them. And when you see the results, it is one of the most fulfilling things ever because you're like, wow, this person is, is doing good. You know, I'm actually proud of them. I'm happy for them, their journey and everything. And, you know, I kind of had that in me and I was always wondering like, where could I put that energy? Where could I put this passion of just like listening to stories of people and discovering and like seeing, you know, where they're coming from, their point of view, everything. And, you know, when, when you're uh, in middle school and high school and like, you know, obviously you have to decide it, it does get stressful a bit, but I was lucky enough that I kind of knew from the beginning that what I wanted to do is that it's to listen and to support people and to be there. Um, and yeah, I'm just glad that I am able to do it. And actually what I'm most glad is that because obviously in school, you don't really get to taste what you want. You just feel it inside you that, okay, this is what I want to do. But like in actuality, you don't really know that you want to do it. Like you haven't really, like I hadn't, I, I wasn't a therapist when I was in high school. <laughs> like I don't know actively that I, that I would like to do that. So now that, you know, I've graduated, I've seen two, three, you know, life has been throwing some cases in me and like everything. And I feel like, okay, yeah, like you weren't wrong. You're in the right path. You did, you know, you're doing what, what's meant for you. And that's just amazing. Like, I think that's pretty similar to your case is like, yeah, this was, I was right. Thank God I didn't abandon it. You know, thank, I'm so thankful that I found it. I'm so thankful that I'm doing it, you know. Um, and I think this goes for everything. This doesn't have to be, you know, artists or psychologists. It could be if you have a passion in, I don't know, marine life. If you have a passion in being a doctor and wanting to save lives, you know, being a lawyer and, you know, you know about justice and everything. Like, it's... I think that's what it is at the end of the day is just finding your passion and what will make you go to bed at night being feeling grateful and accomplished. Like, yes. like probably, you know, when you're having like a, I don't know, a good day at work or if you're having like a, you had like a really creative day and you're like, wow, I wrote like the most amazing lyrics like, I feel like yeah. the accomplishment is like, wow, okay, I, I'm doing good. I'm in a good place right now. Yes, and first of all, you are so sweet. <laughs> I know it, like, since I, I met you, like, you are a good soul. 
beautiful. And it's not like I'm the one to decide that, but it's like <laughs> it shows like you yeah. care about people and there's nothing more beautiful than that. Mm. No, yeah, and, when I yeah. when I say like I love people, I may I know it sounds cliche, but I really do like I'm so fascinated by the human brain and like why it does what it does and how it does it like that just feeds my my tingle buds you know it makes me tingle <laughs> that's so cute yeah and that is that is a whole purpose yeah exactly you do believe um, that's your purpose right yeah yeah i think so i think so um so yeah i feel like you know follow your heart and what it tells you your gut tells you a lot as well like that feeling in your stomach of like okay i'm doing this right this is the right thing huh and you get that confirmation then it's over honey you found it <laughs> yes and i believe like having a, a solid foundation within mm. yourself that's super important like the thing that nobody would ever take away from you yeah keep it because you know sometimes throughout the years or different situations some things may change mm -hmm. but if that foundation is always the same and when i mean foundation i mean ethics i mean like yeah. your limits your goals your wants your needs all of that when you keep that like a very active mm -hmm. and on check within yourself i think you'd just be fine like yeah. no matter what and there are gonna be obstacles Nobody, nobody made it overnight, and it's fine. It's it's nice finding the beauty within the baby steps. It's very lovely. Absolutely, and like also, you know, I think we underestimate the baby steps, and we underestimate trying, because like you discover so many things about yourself. You discover so many things about what you actually want to do, like the direction you want to go to, and like we should embrace that beginning stage of like. I'm I'm lost. I don't know where to go. I'm confused. Like, what direction do I go to? Just, you know, baby steps, trial and error. You're going to make mistakes. Love it. Then you're going to know where you want to go, and you're going to be more sure about yourself. So yes. embrace yes. it. And even failures sometimes, I mean, not sometimes, mm. but it's always a lesson. It's always a lesson, <laughs> and we just want like they say you know one step closer to success and also like one just um one thought of mine is like that sometimes a thrill mm -hmm. in success is overrated yeah if you will feel it in your bones but then it's like it's going to fade and once it fades what do you have if you were seeking all this time just the thrill you don't have anything after that yeah. but instead if you found gratitude Throughout all those baby steps and the thrill, you feel way more complete, I think. Exactly. Absolutely love this conversation. And I feel like, <laughs> you know, it, it, I feel like it's, it's more wellness than wellness, you know, when, than a lot of conversations we've done in the past. And this is not me comparing it to true. anything we've <laughs> talked about. But um, it is true. And it is life lessons that we've discovered and we're only in our 20s and i feel like you know probably a lot of people that are watching are in the similar situation so yeah I, i'm curious to see what you guys think about all this and you know your thoughts maybe if you want to get active here in the comment section or in spotify definitely do yes. 
this was a lovely conversation. <laughs> Can I say one last thing? Yes, please. You're my fellow artists, yeah. um, if you already don't do that, or do that actually, please compare less. <laughs> compare less, create more. Go off. Like, See. no need to compare your progress with someone else's progress or anything about you with somebody else's. It's, it's fine to consider and because mm-hmm. you want to improve something, but don't compare. That has a lot of, like, power, a negative power onto it, I think. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's not the point. Like, we want authenticity. We want creativity. And comparison is like putting you in a small, small box based on somebody else. Yes. Um, yeah. Dimensions and, of the box and anything. Yeah. That's I absolutely cool. agree. I agree. And let's take it further, not just to artists, to everyone, because I feel like Countess, what you're saying is absolutely true for every single person. Like, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Amazing. Love this conversation. Love this. Me too. <laughs> yes. That was so cute. Oh my goodness. So Countess, where can they find us? Where can they go and find yeah. us? There, they can find us on Spotify. Yes. Whenever you want, if you want to catch up with an episode mm-hmm. while you're doing your laundry. I always mention the laundry, probably because I have to do it. Uh, <laughs> when you like clean the kitchen or anything, you can find us on Spotify by searching We Still Got Time, A Guide to Surviving the 20s Podcast. you find exactly. a beautiful, most iconic logo with the pink and the lime color. A little pink moment. Yeah, it's us. Follow we have, us. We have 22 more episodes. This is our 23rd episode. So you can go right. there. Listen to all all crazy. We've talked about the Grammys. We've talked about Ariana Grande. We've talked about Taylor Swift. we talked about insecurities. We've talked about everything, I swear. <laughs> so we have a mood for everything, honestly. like Whatever tickles your pickle, you can always find something there. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, that little phrase. Yeah, um, me too. Tickle your pickle. Um, so you can always find something there. Again, Spotify, We Still Got Time, A Guide to Surviving the 20s. Because that's what we do. Exactly. We and always. Can, yeah. And you can also. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm so sorry. I completely jumped in. Uh, yeah. And you can, you can always follow us on TikTok, either on my account or Countess's account. So you can get a little notification whenever we have a little live moment and you can always get involved in the conversation. We absolutely love, 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 love seeing comments and you getting involved in the conversations that we're having and, you know, putting in your little two cents of everything we're talking about. Yes. And you can also leave comments on Spotify or rate the show if you want. That would help us a lot. That's cute. That's cute. I love that. That is cute. Yeah. Awesome, Countess. Thank you so yes, much. Mike. Thank you so much for this conversation. Thank you. It was it was healing. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, as I absolutely. Yeah, yeah, as always, as always. Well, awesome. we'll leave you to it, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Kisses. Bye. Ciao. Bye bye.